what's going on with dance and stuff, what's happening with dance and things. <laughs> what's going on, what's happening, what's going on with dance and stuff. <laughs> wow. Didn't even think about what key I was going to start in, and there I was. Probably a good four steps higher than usual. Um, okay, I always get confused when I leave here. Oh, this way. Is this right? I think this is wrong. I'm in an apartment building. I'm lost. It's Adrian Danchigwaring's apartment. Okay, I found my way. It's on Bleecker Street, and some... Thank you. I have a doorman who opens the door. Automatic door, very nice. Um, anyways, it's late at night. I just had a really nice dinner with Adrian, and he made wide, flat noodles with mushrooms and a beautiful kale salad and delicious um like blueberry ice cream with berries on it for dessert i haven't enjoyed an ice cream that much in a really long time the moon is a perfect half and it's out and it's very chilly but crisp outside right now as i walk west on bleaker street um it's nice that i have one friend neighbor downtown <laughs> one um how's it going everybody am i recording yeah it's been it's been an interesting time i have i have seen some shows i've worked on some shows i am in a, something of a panic about uh, getting things done at the moment. So I'll try to keep my thoughts somewhat organized and um, hopefully it'll go better than last week's episode which you know, brought me to the verge of tears. Um, I Did I tell you about Tyler Peck's show last we spoke? Wow, time is flying by. Let me think about that. Today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. When did I go to that show? Oh, I went Saturday afternoon. This past Saturday afternoon? Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we, 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 had, we had just spoken. So Saturday afternoon, I went to see Tyler Peck's I've already told you about this show. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm really confused now. What happened over the weekend? Oh, God. Wow, I have really lost my mind. Anyways. <laughs> I've complete... Okay, I went to Tyler Peck's show at City Center. And if I told you about it last week, here we go again. And she did an Alonzo King duet, and she did, they showed her own, oh my god, wait, because I talked to you about Thousandth Orange, right? Which she she did on that program at City Center, 
Wow, I'm super, super duper confused right now. Alright, we'll just keep going. She did her own piece, Thousandth Orange, and interestingly enough, you know, we, as I told you last week, had designed the costumes for it for Boston Ballet, so simultaneously over that weekend, that work was being performed, but in two different sets of costumes, uh, in Boston in our costumes, and here in New York in just sort of a nice collection of leotards and tights. I definitely told you about this show. I'm really sorry, but I'll just get through it again. And then they did this Michelle Doran sort of festival-style piece with all kinds of dancers in it. And then they did um, the Forsyth uh, Blake Works Bar piece with the little red fringe dress that we designed for Tyler for Forsyth. And it was great. What a great piece with Roman Mejia and Lexi Shimoto and Brooklyn Mack and Tyler Peck. And Forsyth is... Forsyth is quite brilliant, even still. Even still. Um, I then this week we finished up work on the Sarah Mearns show. Oh yeah, Harriet and I went to rehearsal for that probably on Saturday to bring by mm, no. That was on Monday. <laughs> so on Monday, Harriet and I brought around a collection, some some unitards and some options for Jody Melnick to wear, unitards for Taylor Stanley, who are two people performing in the Cunningham event at Sarah Mearns Joyce show, who'd not been in a Cunningham piece yet that we'd costumed. So we needed to dress the two of them so that it could still be a Reed and Harriet costumed Cunningham event and Taylor was more drawn to a yellow unitard rather than a red unitard and Jody was more drawn to this green jumpsuit over this lavender jumpsuit I mean I think everybody like it was sort of like uh, Jody's costume choice was more of a committee decision Um, but everybody looked great and when the piece went on stage, the color combination was odd and really beautiful because Shalvar Montero from Ailey opted to wear his teal unitard from the Beat Baryshnikov Art Center Land Rover filming as opposed to his blue, pale blue biker tard from 100 Solos. And Jacqueline Harris from Ailey, she wore her pale blue long sleeve leotard from the 100 solo show. So they started the piece with a duet. So it was this beautiful dark teal and a pale blue. Everybody ended up being in long sleeve, long leg leg unitards, some front zip, some back zip. And then out came the quartet, which was Burr Johnson and his kind of acidy electric green not too acidy but electric creamy green unitard uh jody in her kelly green jumpsuit sarah in her kind of pale orchid unitard and taylor in his yellow unitard and it was quite the sight so basically there were three different shades of green on stage like medium greens and then yellow and lavender and pale blue it was beautiful and the dancing was sensational and beth gill's piece also in our costumes was sensational 
Jody and Sarah were great. It was a lovely, it was um, an overly long evening. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But because in addition to those three pieces I just mentioned, there were three more. And it was well over two hours. And um, that's long. That's long. I mean, Sarah is and remains one of my all-time favorites. I stand Sarah Mern. She is an She's a, not only an excellent dancer, but a curious dancer. And I mean, as you all know, if you've listened to this podcast, she has had an effect on the way that I think about ballet in general and, the, and has sort of tapped into something, in, something inherent in me that... that is to do with my own desires for ballet. Anyways, enough about that. Um, so that was the Sarah Mern show here. <laughs> and I have been in a, quite a debacle getting all these fabrics printed for two different projects. One of them for a piece at the National Ballet of Cuba that's being choreographed by Gemma Bond and one of them for a piece by Christopher Wielden at the San Francisco Ballet. And... Um, Sorry, I'm coming into my apartment. Hi. And, um... Oh, wonder... I think I already checked the mail. there's all this digital printing going on um, for two different sets of unitards and um, we did all this prep work on files to send off to be printed for the San Francisco Ballet piece because the unitards are placement printed which means that there's a kind of large image that traverses the body of the unitard and has to match up at seams and so you have to print the unitard as its pattern, which means that you can kind of just cut it out and sew it together and it it works out, but it just takes a lot of planning. So we sent fitter unitards to San Francisco, which they fit on the bodies of all the cast members and sent back many small corrections. And then we had to draw in those corrections to these patterns and then draw the shape of the print we wanted onto these paper patterns, input it into the computer, place the colors, build the files, you know, dealing with sleeves and all this stuff. And I sent in the files to the printing company and um, the, the, the unitards or the fabric arrived incredibly fast in an astonishing manner where I think I put in the order on like a Monday night and then the the fabric arrived on like Wednesday from England. Something crazy like that. Anyways, it all looked pretty good, although not saturated enough, but there'd been a mistake made with scaling. And so all the unitards were slightly too small, but too small enough that like after making all that effort to get the fit right, 
we opted to do a redo, a reprint. So I went back, adjusted colors, and sent in the files again today. And then hopefully things will happen quickly because basically all we have is today's what? Today's Friday. And then we have the weekend. We basically have a full week and a weekend, two weekends. So Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the Monday, we get on a plane and leave for San Diego for a month and a half. So, and I I think I can say this. I haven't said it in like many, 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 many months. I've been sort of keeping it secret because of, I think, NDA stuff. But they've started posting about it on Instagram. Um, so I guess it's okay to say that Harriet and I are designing... Um, the revival of Bob Fosse's Dancing, which is going to open at the Old Globe Theater in San Diego in late April and then transfer to Broadway, hopefully in the fall. So that's been totally overwhelming for Harriet and I in terms of the scope of work that we've, that we're accustomed to. Um, but yeah, we've been spending a lot of time working on um, a pretty different, in a different organization of, of collaborators. You know, there's like a lot more people involved, um, more time, more money, and just more work, just a ton more work. And so right now we're in this crazy phase of having everything produced and it's, um, it's mixed like it's fun and it's also you know when you're working on a show that's basically sorry that's the faucet I'm letting the water run to get cold because I'm gonna have some water when you're working on a show that's basically the size of like 10 to 12 of the dances we're accustomed to working on um it's just a little you have to end up making a lot of um, what's the word? Compromises um, in terms of budget. I mean, there's a big budget, but not not big enough, as it turns out. Um, so right now, Harry and I are coming up with solutions to things that we're not going to be able to afford to have built um, for this show, but it'll... It'll be a process, and luckily we have San Diego to see it and figure out if things work, and then hopefully shift some things before New York in the fall. Anyway, it's all been very illuminating, and we got, we've been meeting all new people, different people. Um, anyways, that's, that's the news and dance, and... Um, have you been watching anything? Are you up to date on the Gilded Age? Are you up to date on Raised by Wolves? I don't know about that show. It's, um, sorry, I'm mixing, I'm sorry, I'm making all these noises and you don't even know what's going on. I'm mixing some emergency, uh, raspberry flavor into some water. Cause it just makes the water, you know, more fun. absolutely delicious it's really just crystal light for a new age you know
crystallite in the self-help age. Um, self-help. What does that even mean? Help yourself. Um, so wait, we're talking about Raised by Wolves and how absurd. And then we were talking about the Gilded Age. I slept through most of the last episode, but I, I caught the end and I thought, I don't need to go back. Who even knows what's going on on this show? It's just like, everybody showed up downtown to see like some electric lights turn on in a building. And I felt unclear about where we were geographically. I'd like to know. What was that park? What was that? Was that Madison Square Park? Was it Bryant Park? I don't know. I just need more geographic information because supposedly we're on the island of Manhattan, but in the way back when. And I don't believe those dresses. I don't believe they ever were or could be, and I almost don't believe they are. There's just too much going on. It's a real trip to mood fabrics, those dresses, you know? I just started a movie with Jenny Slate and Charlie Day, who's really not a good actor, nor do I think he's particularly funny, but um, some Jenny Slate, Charlie Day movie about heartbroken people who are trying to get their partners back. And um, so far, not great, but... Jenny Slate has had um, a couple pretty funny moments. Um, like she's she's doing this thing where she is spying. Anyways, she and Charlie Day are trying to help each other get their partners back. But so they're kind of like getting involved with the other person's other. So Jenny Slate is volunteering at an elementary school to help out with set building for production of Little Shop of Horrors that is being directed by the new boyfriend of Charlie Day's ex-girlfriend. And um, she's basically doing paper mache while trying to sabotage the relationship between these two people so that the woman will go running back to Charlie Day. And then she walks out of the auditorium one day, sort of singing to herself a song from Little Shop of Horrors. And she's a person who's like self-admittedly doesn't like musical theater like myself. She's a girl after my own heart. And um, she, I think there's a line in Suddenly Seymour that goes like, Suddenly Seymour is standing beside me. Something like that. And she she walks out of the theater auditorium and she sings, um... (laughs) Suddenly Seymour is going inside me. (laughs) And she goes, she sings it, she goes, Suddenly Seymour is going inside me. And then she looks really confused and she goes, that can't be right. Deeply relate, deeply relate to the entire scenario. Beside, aside from the, like, trying to steal back a boyfriend or girlfriend who just dumped me. That's just pathetic. It's these That I don't relate to. Um, 
Stuart and Zach Gonder and I are getting in a car and going to see the Goldberg Variations tomorrow night at the MacArthur Theater in Princeton. So you're, if you're in the area, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Edelstein, will we see you at the show? If you're in Princeton, come and see Goldberg Variations. Um, I will be there. And it'll be fun. I like being in the car with friends. And what else? It's been a hard week, I have to say. I have had a lot of work panic, but I have a feeling it will work out. It always does. We always find a way. I keep having these thoughts that I'm going to have to pack my bags, go to San Diego, get in the car with Harriet, go to a, like, Joanne's Fabrics, buy a serger, and then, like, finish making costumes in San Diego. Oh, actually sounds okay, but I don't want to do that. I just want to focus on one thing while I'm in San Diego. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. Emergency. I had a dinner at my friend Cassie's house last weekend. You know what? Let me think. Let me do dates. Let me do dates. Did I really see Tyler's show this past Saturday? I have to resolve this. I'm so sorry that I'm going to do this with you, but I just want to look at my program. Okay. Tyler Peck, artist at the center, March 2022. I'd like there to be a actual date. Tyler Peck, the program. This is crazy. There's no date. They're trying to trick me. They're being preyed upon. Wait, I'm gonna look at my iCal. I'm gonna look at my iCal. I hope I'm still recording. Yeah, I am. Okay. Here I go, iCal. Today's the 11th. Oof. That's terrifying. Okay, so Saturday was the 5th. Tyler show, 2 p.m. So it was. It was just this past Saturday. So I hadn't talked about it after all. But I had... But... And, oh, and... Oh, my goodness. Things have happened. Thursday. Wednesday. What did I tell you? What did I even tell you about last week? Anyways... I went to see New York Theater Ballet on Friday with George and Cassie, and they did a Cunningham dance called Scramble. Um, that was such a pleasure. Um, I'd never seen Scramble um, as a whole, and um, it was so great. And and Tim Ward, who was a rug in Cunningham, came in to supplement for male dancers at New York Theater Ballet. And um, also Anson Svengelberg came in, who's another excellent dancer and also their dancers were very good. So it was a great performance of Scramble that Jen Goggins staged for New York Theater Ballet. And then they did a Pam Tanowitz dance from before I was even designing for her. So that was really interesting to see like olden days Pam. 
I'm really excited to see Goldberg tomorrow. I haven't seen it in a long time. And Maggie is going to be back in it. And Victor's going to be in it. I've never seen Victor do it. Um, I hope the costumes are not in tatters. Although I'm sure they'd look beautiful even in tatters. Look maybe even better. Um, gosh. What else? I ran into... There was just so many people at the Sarah Mern show to say hello to... I ran into literally nobody at the Tyler Peck show, weirdly. Um, I had a lovely dinner on Sunday evening at Justin and Justin Peck and Patricia Delgado's house. And we had turkey burgers. They made turkey burgers. And we had a great talk for a few hours and then came home. It's been a week of like late night socializing and daytime panic and then I've been sleeping pretty well so that's good uh, I'm still I, I have to say YouTube is I'm not getting like the kind of soothing feelings from YouTube that I generally do but I have been watching a lot of cake baking on Maison Olivia which has been nice there was a particularly interesting one with like these lemon jellies this person is making cakes that are just so full of gelatin. Like every layer has some form of either powdered or sheet gelatin. And just like, what? I mean, like, are, do these cakes just taste like jello? Are we eating all this gelatin to like bolster our tendons? I think gelatin must be good for nail and hair, nails and hair, right? I don't know why I think that, but. I guess because it's made of nails, horse hooves, hooves. Is that true or is that glue? I think gelatin. I'm going to look it up. I think we should all find out together. Okay, Safari. Do you guys use Safari or Chrome on your phone? I use Safari because it's what it comes with. Okay, what is gelatin oh interesting so are you ready for this explanation um it's on PETA.org so th these people don't like gelatin gelatin is a protein obtained by boiling skin tendons ligaments and or bones with water it's usually obtained from cows or pigs. Gelatin is used in shampoos, face masks, and other cosmetics. Well, it's coming from cows and pigs, and people are just eating their meat up a storm, so I'm glad they're making use of the um, ligaments and or bones. I thought it was horse for some reason, but I guess it doesn't make a difference. Face masks and other cosmetics. As a thickener for fruit, gelatins, and puddings such as jello in candles, marshmallows, cakes, ice cream, and yogurts. Yogurts? Oh, gross. On photographic film and in vitamins as a coating and as capsules and is sometimes used to assist in clearing wines. Oh, okay, to get the cloud out of a wine. Gelatin is not vegan. However, there is a product called agar agar that is sometimes marked as gelatin, but it is vegan. It is derived from a type of seaweed. Kosher symbols and markings are not reliable indications on which indicators on which vegans or vegetarians should base their purchasing decisions. Okay, we've moved on from gelatin. PETA, thank you so much. 
I... By next Friday, I hope... I need you to send good vibes and and hope that I'm well on my way to being finished making about 40 unitards um, this week. We can do it. Harriet and I have done stuff like that. We can do 40 unitards in a week. I mean, like, 20 of them don't have zippers, which is great. 14 of them do. And I, th- I don't know. And we have to make caps and some tool accessories for the San Francisco Ballet piece. It's going to look amazing. It's going to look amazing when it's done. But we just have to, you know, make it done. Um, I think you know everything now. There's nothing more to say. I will talk to you all next week. And it's been... I've been much less tired than I was last week, and I'm feeling optimistic and also scared. Scared and optimistic. Um, I hope you're well. I suddenly had the thought that something more monumental had happened. I mean, there's a war in Europe, and I... I'm sorry about that. For If anyone... I mean, I hope... I hope you're not listening to this. You have much bigger things to worry about. Um, we loves you. We wish all the people of the world peace and love and healing. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Oh.